I'm telling you, I'm not wearing pants. I'm not wearing pants right now. If there's one All thing right. he's not, he's not a liar. I can respect that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Proof not necessary. It's cool. But appreciated. We saw. Not necessary, but appreciated. You wanted it. Welcome in, everybody. Thanks for hanging. Thanks for joining. And most importantly, thanks for drinking. I am Greg. I am being joined by, uh, call him Quail Man, because he's only wearing his underwear, not uh, his shorts. I guess Quail Man wears it on the outside. But that's Flex over there. What's up, Quail Man Flex? Hey, there's no belt on my head either. Let's be real. Not we all yet. Know who Quail- Don't try and play me for somebody who doesn't know who Quail Man is, all right? Hey, the show is not over. We could get the belt going by the end of this thing. But you know what? I'm down to get weird. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> Let's weird things up. Uh, and then keeping it weird from the land of the Goonies. She's got junk in her trunk. That's her name. I'm not trying to be gross and hit on her. Erica, how's it going? No, I always have junk in my trunk. I'm not very good hey at cleaning it out. guys. <laughs> Truffle shuffle uh, for the end of the show. Just oh. be ready, guys. Okay. Standing That's always right. ready. <laughs> You'll never miss Flex with a truffle shuffle. <laughs> that is for damn sure. All right. I'm excited. We got some good stuff to get to today. Our homie Chew Your Beer has left us a voicemail. You've got to be kidding me. Already the best day. We, we have a lot of beer stuff to talk about. Some uh, interesting beer news, booze news, and so much more. So let's get right into it. Eric and I are sharing the same beer. So let's get to Sharon. Oh my, I'm loving the beer and I'm loving Flex's shirt disappearing over there. <laughs> uh, we are drinking, thanks to Erica for hooking this one up, by the way. Oh yeah. Fall River Brewing's Num Num Juice. And I had to pull this because as soon as I, th- I wanted to drink this one for the name because it made me think of one thing and one thing only. Mm, num Nums. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yes. Mm, num Numbers. Is that that's uh, Ninja Turtles too, right? Little Drews. Yeah. Secret of the use. Yeah. I'm super proud of myself remembering that. Dude, I would have said Gremlins or something. Yeah, right. Yeah, go on. It's when they tried to feed him the pills to turn him back into a little little pup pup and little turtle. Yeah, they put the cubes in the donut and they try to feed Togar and Razar and. Or Toga and Razor and yeah. Tok Tokar? Tokar and Razor. Yeah. Tokar and Razor. Anyways, yeah. some stoner knew made up those names. But as soon as I <laughs> num, ju- num num juice, I, I could only think of mm, num num. Mm, num num. <laughs> I'm so proud of myself because that was like my favorite movie when I was a kid. So oh, I I'm love glad I remember turtles. that. So so much. Anyway, so about the beer, Fall River Brewing, num num juice, seven and a half percent, thirty-three IBUs. Has a 395 on Untapped and a very respectable 91 on Beer Advocate. From the brewery, Ew. they say Num Num Juice Hazy IPA is a tropical juice bomb that shifts to an almost candy like finish on both the nose and the palate. While being served in a coconut with a little umbrella seems fitting, the can, uh, the can it's in will have to do. It's so Num Num that it might leave you Num Num. Num Num. So drink responsibly. <laughs> Cheers. Num mm, Num. 
Mm, <laughs> Struggle my way through that one. Uh, what say you, Eric? Have you had this one before? Is this your? I've first had time? this one before. It's kind of a regular in the house. It's yeah, because okay. it is so numby, and um, yeah, I I really enjoy it. It's got kind of a dark haze to it, and uh, I don't know. What would you say about the aroma? Yeah. You know, it's funny. I get a little more pine on the aroma than they describe, uh, but the taste for me is very tropical up front and then finished with that piney bitterness that I smell. And to be fair, this has had a little chance to warm up a little bit, which might be why I'm getting more of the bitterness than the the tropical on the nose, but uh, still good nonetheless. Yeah, it's it's really good. It's My curiosity was on the candy finish on the aroma and the taste, because I feel like that's a very distinct sweetness. Yeah, I'll, I'll say I don't get it on the aroma. I do get a little bit of that on the taste, though. On the taste, but not the finish. Yeah, not the finish. I get like tropical, then I get candy, and then I get dank. Yeah. And well, I like that dank. Yeah. So, uh, but it's good. It's maybe, good. Maybe yeah. they should update their description. I should write their untapped description for them. Seriously. <laughs> First, you get it, tropical. Right. Let it sit for a half hour, and this is what it what it tastes like. It's right. it's delicious, and um, and it's num num nom nom. Turn me back into a little uh, puppy and a turtle. <laughs> yeah 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 so very nice i love it i, I just love the reference that's awesome oh so yeah. good that's why she's like i i sent her a couple that or sent her a picture yesterday as we we're talking about being on the show and stuff and i was like i have these ones from you which do you have and she's like, i got all of them i was like let's do num num juice because i like the name <laughs> we can be all <laughs> dorky and yeah feel like flex over here with algorithms and shit um 33 ibus is it relevant to still talk about ibus and beers like is that does that matter anymore I'm going to say know. no. I was having this discussion with somebody the other night, too. It's like, you could say, oh, it's got an 80 IBUs or it's got 30 IBUs, but it doesn't mean anything. I, oh, that's what it was. We were at Naughty Pine the other night, and some guy walked in, and he got a flight. And he, he ordered his first three, and on the fourth, he goes, eh, give me whatever's hoppiest. And so <laughs> that struck up a conversation with me and other beer nerds. and was like, well, what's the hoppiest? Because the one with the most IBUs on the board, I would say probably does not have the most hops added to it okay i don't think it matters anymore there's so much dry well, yeah, hopping going I, on and i forgot we, i could have sworn we had a brewer on the show that said that the ibus it's actually something that's added during the beer process it's not necessarily like the, the hops that are added that kick up the ibus yeah well, i sure wish i could remember who it was now i am in monica but it's when you or probably nick we we talk a lot of hop with nick from 14 cannons but um it's when you add the hops that directly correlates with how many IBUs. So if you add the hops, say at the beginning of the boil, you're getting way more IBUs out of those hops than if you add them in whirlpool or dry hopping. Okay, right on. So, so a lot of hazies have very low IBU because most of the hops come towards the end or, or dry hopped. But then people will be like, that's a really hoppy beer. So then, yeah, like right. you said, is, is the IBU really interpreted the way that people think about it? I yeah. don't know. It kind of feels not worth it. Yeah, kind of in this day of like not everyone's trying to strip your enamel off your teeth anymore. Thanks, Stone. Um, <laughs> it seems like IBUs are not that relevant. No, and I feel like when people describe like a hoppy beer nowadays, it's almost like they try and describe hoppy as like the flavor. Mm-hmm. But then you're you're like, well, what actually is the flavor because of the notes that it gives off? It's like, are you looking for like a like almost like a green vegetable type? <laughs> flavor like what what are you actually looking for from like and how would you describe the hop flavor (laughs) exactly exactly even he'll confused he wants to know no it's 
it's just really that that part is funny to me <laughs> yeah i i feel like maybe we stop telling people what the ibus are because i don't unless we're drinking like a westie then you know maybe it matters because it's a measuring contest to see how many ibus are in it all right well three votes know. for no not, not so much <laughs> nowadays but yeah well if you get one of those like old school stone ipa type beers ugh, drip the enamel sorry <laughs> who needs that anyway I know. Not to Mm-mm. shit on stone. All right, let's uh, let's talk about oh. things. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we can shit on stone. They broke our hearts. They swore for years they would not sell out, and here we are. Liars. Yeah. Drinking well, they also got stone in IPA debt, soggy Come bombs. On. Yeah. I People mean, people talk all the shit they want to until they really get in the dire straits. Who are we kidding? I'd sell out for that much money too. I like all those San Diego stone locations too. Oh, that Liberty is pretty Station is so great. Oh, yeah. yep. They're all good. Yeah. Well, now they're laughing. <laughs> yeah, I'll the A uh, few pieces of business. First of all, today, well, not today as this releases, but like this week at some point is our one year anniversary of becoming the Craft Beer Republic. Whoop, whoop. Oh, snap. We made it. No you one has sued us yet. I, I was actually thinking about this the other day and how funny it was on the, like the last episode of the uh, w- um, formerly known Unfiltered Gentleman. <laughs> the artist formerly known. Yeah. <laughs> and we, we said uh, it was going to be our last show. And we were. I thought that was hilarious. And we accidentally showed up with the same brewery. What? You remember Did we? that? Yeah. Was that the so Drecker episode? It was the Drecker one. Coley brought a Drecker to share. And then you walked in. You're like, I got this Drecker. I was like, well, I guess it's an old <laughs> Drecker episode then. That's funny. That's really yeah. funny. Good times. Yeah, I was so. thinking about that. Well, happy anniversary to us. Yeah, we did I it. I love it. Yeah, we did it. Thanks to everyone who's been on, including Erica and, and all of our other friends. It's been fun having lots of people on the show and, and you know. Working our way meeting new people, more friends, meeting new you know, people. like Zach getting Monica yeah. on the show. That was cool. Monica, Nick on a couple of the shows, yeah. and, you know, the classics. Yeah, Erica, Coley, yeah. Deb. Yeah, and so since much. becoming CBR, I've met more of the grand people in real life than I ever did with the previous show. I, I, I could say timing, the, but, the same for myself. Like yeah. this summer alone, I met like two, three, three. Yeah, I think I met three yeah. people. So. Pretty good things can come out of social media i believe right? wow, that was surprising right? right pretty cool yeah. <laughs> who knew you know I, and knew? i was thinking about i was actually thinking about this earlier too because we went to a little uh social media thing earlier today we might talk about it a little later but uh such an influencer think like which i hate that word but maybe it's true maybe it's not um you know like 15 years ago when you, people would be like, oh, yeah, I'm in a chat room and I met so-and-so from this state. What, what's you're your like, ASL? You're, you're fucking weird, right? <laughs> now we're on the, now we're on Instagram <laughs> and the craft beer community is like, hey, I met so-and-so from here. <laughs> this is cool. But in hindsight, it's like, you know, are we just as weird as the fucking chat room people? Who knows? Well, there's a little more checks yeah. and balances, right? You're like, you know, they got they got a thousand followers and, you know, some of these people met them, you know, in a chat room. How do you know? So yeah, yeah. So like you kind of there's some proof. They, yeah, there's like <laughs> validity into their legitness because right. that's not even I mean, that's not a word. But uh, well, and now we can like scroll down their feed and make sure they have pictures and they're real people right, and they're right. not just some creep hidden behind a name. You know, it's like my name's Veronica four sixty two. It's really <laughs> fucking Bill the creep Bob, over there. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Like Veronica, man, really short hair and quite Puts the beard. The lotion on the skin, <laughs> exactly. Or it gets the hose again. Okay, Veronica. Okay. Yeah. No, now they have are... to go through a lot of effort yeah. to like cover that up. 
Those yeah, are no, the accounts that end true. up in the the blocked DMs, right? Those are the ones that don't make it too far. Mm. Oh yeah, you're like delete, delete. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love all the ones that are like, we'd like to work with you. We right. work for like X company, and you look at that person's profile, and they have no followers. <laughs> it's like you're not involved with any company. <laughs> zero, you yeah, zero involvement. Douche. Yeah. So, anywho, so anyways, one year. Uh, one thanks year. everyone for for hanging on and for hanging out. Hopefully, uh, you like it thanks better than for the previous. Joining. Yeah. <laughs> thanks for drinking exactly drinking. hopefully hopefully you're enjoying it if if not then why are you still listening oh, no just kidding let us know what we can do better um also i wanted to mention because i mentioned it so many times leading up to the event that emo fest was last weekend over at naughty pine brewing and what a fucking blast there i was there with the, the show and, and the wife helped me out as well as my sister and her boyfriend stout jack who we've talked about on the show he was there cool all yeah, stout jack <laughs> <laughs> that's he even has a shirt now it says stout jack on the front it's got the logo on the back no kidding wow. <laughs> that's outstanding yeah that's great um so they were there helping me out handing out stickers and we were making people record drunk stories for uh pretzel necklaces which we will have a couple coming up in the next few weeks i just haven't had a chance to to edit them down uh the booze league was there so we were high-fiving from across the way there was a bunch of other cool vendors but the best part was the bands and specifically like the last two bands the headliner, the name of the band is like 30 Fallouts to Romance, I think. And they're mm. just a straight up emo cover band. And this was literally my first like real concert, real in quotes, since COVID. And oh. man, we were fucking jamming out and it was a blast. I was so stoked. Like we're everyone's singing along. It's like high school all over again. And oh, it's good times. <laughs> it was good. T- There's a couple other bands before. I'm not going to name any names, but like a couple more fucking weird. I was like... <laughs> Emo fest, huh? <laughs> I'm wicked you jealous. Guys? Yeah, that, that gulps, sounds huh? super rad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was rad. I, Flex, you would have loved it. I, I know it's your jam. You would have definitely. Oh yeah, loved that's it. right up my alley. Yeah. So uh, Nicole was all emoed out. I, I even painted my nails black. So except for two of them were purple, and had that's my uh, nothing corporate shirt on. So it was good. That I thought was absolutely hilarious. By Perfect. the way, the shirt. Yeah, I even had to. I even reached out to you, and I told you how funny that fucking shirt was. <laughs> I'm a huge something corporate fan. I was like, this is. I mean, they're, you know, they're emo, and it's like, this is perfect. Nothing corporate. So, uh, which is in the store now. Nothing corporate, as well as uh, thirty ounces of drunk. If anybody's feeling perfect, um, like they need to be hydrated oh. and okay. emo at the same. Question time. Question <laughs> on that name. So, is that supposed to be kind of like like the thirty seconds to Mars? Kind of like thirty ounces. Drunk? Okay. Yeah. And, so, I, and, I, and I like modeled it after one of their their album covers. Perfect. Because there was a, a resident that trained with my husband and she was like uh, Jared Leto's like groupie slash hookup during like the whole like 30 seconds to Mars for, I don't know, she was telling me back in the day all about these escapades. And wow. so when I thought, when I saw the, the 30 ounces thing, I was like, it made me think of the whole 30 seconds to Mars. Yeah. That's funny. It's, it's funny story. that you bring that up because there was this girl there uh, on the gram. She's Alita Butterfly Skull, all one word. She came over, super cool, was like, hey, I love okay. this 30 ounces of drunk, blah, blah, blah. I was like, cool, you know, take, take some stickers, please. Like, that's what they're yeah. here for. We're not selling <laughs> shit. We're just trying to tell people about the pod. And so she takes it and she comes back. She goes, can I send a picture to Jared? We're like, what? What? She what? goes, oh, yeah, I know Jared Leto. Like, I'm one of, I forget what she does. Like, she's part of their, like, merch store or something. I Okay. Excuse me for forgetting. I I was fairly hydrated that day <laughs> and uh i was like yeah do do whatever you want like go take a bunch of stickers take a picture whatever you want go for it and 
So then she followed me and like tagged me and tagged like the the 30 seconds merch account and all this stuff. And she was like super cool. And we've talked a little bit here and there since then. But it was funny. She's like, yeah. And she even pulled up her contacts huh. on her phone was like, see? And it was like Jared Leto. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, wow. Right. Wow. <laughs> so That's random. wild. Yeah, it was Apparently funny. a very accessible guy, right? I uh, guess so, yeah. <laughs> or okay. she's got some friend named Jared Leto. <laughs> right? Or people who have access to him are just like super, super excited that they know who he is. So right. they just show right. his name to everybody. <laughs> Could be that cult. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> you, you see the letter I'm changing my mom's name and my phone to Jared Leto. So I can right. people that <laughs> Look what she said. Jared Leto's phone number. <laughs> Make sure you Why get home you, safe, honey. Right, see, right. he cares about me. Jared Leto asked you if you wanted leftover spaghetti. That's crazy. Yeah, we're pretty cool. We get spaghetti together. <laughs> yeah, we're tight like that. Oh, uh, that's so funny. But anyways, so emo fest. I won't go on forever. It was a blast. Britt did a great job of bringing some great bands together, and uh, we had some fun over there. Also, right. one last thing I will bring up is that Morning Watch. You know the collab we did a fourteen mm-hmm. cans. Apparently, it's still on tap. What the fuck is wrong with everybody? Go drink the shit out of it. We were there over the weekend. And it was funny. I ordered it and she goes, oh, we just kicked the keg. And I was like, I was disappointed because I was like, fuck, no more morning watch. But at the same time, I was like, excited. I was like, all right, good. Like people liked it. We went through it. Yeah. Went go, through, yeah. yeah. And she's like, I'm going to go change it. I was like, oh, oh there's mm. more, which is great. I mean, I had a fresh keg of morning watch, which is delicious. But so if anybody's in the uh, SoCal region near Westlake Village, go to 14 Cans and drink the fuck out of some morning watch. It's the best coffee culture, probably the only one you'll ever have. That's delicious. Yeah. Delicious. 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 I love it. So uh, every time I go, I order it. I'm getting high on my own supply. <laughs> <laughs> and there's <laughs> nothing wrong should. with that. Exactly. And you can't teach that. Uh, Flex, you did some research today. Yeah. So... Uh... I, I don't know why other, I laughed as I said it. Uh, Sorry. I like, hey. Well, because you know all the beers that I'm going to discuss. That's true. Uh, so, so I was lucky, in, <laughs> lucky enough to get invited to the Mobcraft Brewing's uh, Weird Fest preview. This mm. is the fourth year they're holding Weird Fest. So it's basically this big block party uh, down the street that they're you know, located on. And they hold like, um, re- like luchador wrestling matches. Oh. Um, they host just a bunch of weird stuff and they brewed a bunch of weird beers for the fest, like a Chicago hot dog beer. Um, they <laughs> have <fuck>. a, <laughs> a mushroom amber ale beer. They did a sour key lime pie, which actually sounds pretty legit. Um, and then other inspired beers such as a sushi roll beer, which I had the luxury of trying tonight, as well as their curry Kolsch beer. I'm afraid of like most of these. So tonight at the preview fest, we were, uh, like I said, it, we're really lucky enough to be invited to this. They treated us uh, super well, pizzas, pretzels. So it's funny, Erica's on, so yeah, she can that's respect right. the, the, the giant pretzels. Keep talking, baby. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, she's getting salty over there. The Chicago style hot dog beer. Uh, says, hold the meat, Chicago-style hot dog-inspired beer brewed with poppy seed buns, yellow mustard, spices, and sport peppers. Uh, this beer fucking rocked. Let me really? just tell you that. <laughs> really? It was like Surprise. a crushable ale. You get big-time flavor from like the, the sport pepper, almost like a peppercini kind of flavor. And like the spice doesn't linger, it doesn't stay, it just kind of hits you. 
And then you get this just hint of mustard after that, like you're eating like a fucking loaded hot dog. It was really, really, really good. Um, It was really well received amongst everyone who was there. It's Mm. one of those don't knock until you try it because I was extremely afraid to try this beer heading into this. I am. Even after you say it's good, I'm still afraid. (laughs) Yeah, no. um, But there there were people after the party asking for more off the tap. Because they enjoyed it so much. It's like um, chewing. It sounds then, like chewing that gum, like at the Wonka factory. You know, it's like, mm, it's like <laughs> schnozberries and blah, blah. And then you're like, oh, it's got like hot dog and mustard. Like things go wrong. But the schnoz dogs right. taste like schnoz. <laughs> you know, like, right, okay. If you know anything about a Chicago dog, you know, they're just like loaded with everything and anything, Must, right? Yeah, yes, that sounds so, so good right now. I'm hungry. I mean, the dog yeah. itself. <laughs> so, I mean, in a beer, there were no hot dogs in the beer, you know, hold the meat. So that that's what I was afraid of. I was afraid of yeah. drinking hot dog water, and it was the Oof. furthest thing from that. And then... Um, Chocolate starfish in the hot dog flavored water. That's exa- the, one of the first things oh. I thought of, too, is like <laughs> how good that album was, and then how bad hot dog water probably would be. So. <laughs> uh, and then the sushi roll, it was, it's called the MKE roll, sushi-inspired sushi lager. Rice lager with turmeric, lemongrass, cucumber, ginger, and toasted sesame seeds. And this okay, one that hit, actually sounds good. Yeah. Fresh. It was like uh insanely fresh, insanely refreshing. Uh you guys live in California, so it's always hot, right? So mm-hmm. when you go out to all eat all day every day. All day, every day. When you go out to eat, like the one thing here in the summer that we like to get, me and my wife, is sushi to go, right? Mm. You get like some nice cold, fresh sushi on a hot summer day. It's a refreshing dinner. It it you know it's tasty. It's crisp. That's exactly what this beer was. Like it was super heavy on the cucumber. You got a little bit of the turmeric, and then like on the nose. And then when you tasted it, it was super heavy cucumber. And then that ginger kind of came through at the end. Like you were like cleansing your palate after having like a California roll. Okay. Like and it, it was just crisp. It was like a nice like pale yellow, almost like Kolsch colored. Um, yeah, it was, it was just absolutely now, astounding, you, really. Would you rather pair it with sushi or drink it like straight up by itself? Um, I would do both, but a lot of us were there talking that we would want to pair it with sushi. Okay. I think it would go very well with that. So Love me some sushi. Yeah. Oof. And then the, the curry coals was just, you know, big time curry, um, not overpowering, not spicy. Um, let me see what this one had in it too. I can't. Can't let this one die. Uh, curry inspired <laughs> Kolsch with uh, curry spices, coconut, and peanuts. That's right. And uh, the coconut and peanuts were a great addition to it. And they mm-hmm. really worked well together. It was like, I don't know. It was this weird, sweet, but creamy, but not creamy because it was a Kolsch. It was light. It was like kind of mind blowing. Like a lot mm-hmm. of these beers, I mean, it's Weird Fest, so they're weird beers. Um, definitely mind blowing. Would drink all of them again. And uh, so if anybody wow. is in the, you know, listening in Wisconsin, the southeastern Wisconsin area, Milwaukee, you're not doing anything this Saturday, head down on to Mobcraft this Saturday, July 30th. Weird Fest is 100% free. Enjoy. Beers aren't free, but uh, the fun is. So So I have a really important <laughs> question for you. Um, What's up? Did you use those pretzels to cleanse your palate? Because that is a lot of flavors. Yes. And you. Oh, well, naturally I did. Okay, good. Naturally I did. Okay. And, you I was know, just concerned. Col- or the curry beer, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. With the salt from the pretzel mm-hmm. was 
amazing. Huh? Yeah, I believe Makes it. Sense. Amazing. Yep. Do you guys know the secret to cleansing your palate? Like if you don't have pretzels or crackers or something like that? Do tell. Yeah, I believe it's uh, your mom. <laughs> <laughs> Nailed it. I owed you one so it's bad. It's It had been a while, Greg. It that was a good like, one. It's been a few weeks. <laughs> Flexi, that was a good one. <laughs> I was not seeing that coming. So glad yeah. I was here for that. I'm here all No, night. but really... But really, Greg, I want to know, because so, your mom is not an option for me. I'm just not even... Hey, never, <laughs> what is the other never option? Never say never. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you goonie. <laughs> uh, so hey, I, learned this, <laughs> I learned this from a BJCP judge <laughs> that... Okay. My mom and BJs, I know. Uh, <laughs> if you lick, lick your wrist, lick your oh. wrist between beers and you get... You know, like a little bit of like your skin oils and like the saltiness of, the of your sweat. Yeah. And it'll, it'll, and I've done it. Like I've sit there, like I've, I've drank like, you know, like a flight and I'll sit there and I'll lick my wrist between beers and it actually like resets the palate. And we wonder why COVID was an issue. Yeah. That's pretty <laughs> I didn't lick that? someone else's wrist. <laughs> well, we don't know right? that. Yeah. I asked them if they were vaccinated <laughs> yeah, first. Like, hey, have you I'm all out of wrist juice. Can you <laughs> let so me see <laughs> My mom's out here. <laughs> Try that one sometime when I'm out. Just like, <laughs> see Mom what people out of do. Wrists. Yeah. So lost without you. <laughs> hey. Yeah. So, anyways, lick the wrist. It'll it'll reset the the palate if you don't have my mom around. <laughs> Certainly will. Uh, Try the wrist. I yes. got I got two of those. So yeah, right. good. Yeah. I got more wrists than I got moms. So it's, it's a little, <laughs> I'd rather easier. go. Yeah. yeah. Me too. Uh, She's and then, <laughs> uh, and then I, I don't want to necessarily bring anything down here, but uh, I do want to mention that uh, if you guys have ever had there does not exist bags, Tony bags is their, their sales guy, their marketing guy. He, he does it all except actually brew the beer. He is a kick-ass dude. I've talked to him. I've met him. He's poured me a lot of beer before and uh, he's currently in the hospital and then this is this is public. I was like, shit, what can I share? And then finally, it's been made public. Uh, he's he was hospitalized this week due to a tooth infection that spread to his bloodstream and has Holy been in the ICU, yeah, since Thursday. Anyways, there's a GoFundMe. If you guys have ever met Bags, which I'm sure a lot of you listening have, like I know him and Chew your beer, like half of Chew's voicemail from that beer festival. Yeah, Chew loves Tony was, Bags. It was about Tony Bags. So, anyways. Uh, there's a GoFundMe. We've retweeted a couple times, uh, so do go check out our our, our Twitter at Crappy Republic, whatever, um, or or search for it. It's called Let's Help Bags on GoFundMe, and uh, they're just trying to help him out with some medical bills and help pay his rent for the next month or two while he recovers. Still in the ICU, he is getting slightly better. There was some improvement. He he was able to respond to people today, so that was Jeez. fantastic. Wow. And when I say today, today as we record this. By the time you hear this, maybe more updates. But anyways, uh, if you're in the California beer scene, there's a good chance you know Bags. So go check out Let's Help Bags and GoFundMe or go to our Twitter. We've got the link retweeted and tweeted a couple of times up there. And uh, let's let's hope for the best for Bags. He's a badass yeah, dude. You bet. So you do like a, a Bags for Bags tournament, like a cornhole. <laughs> oh, I like, where's oh, this going? I like it. I like that. That's that actually a really good s- idea. That'd be super sick. Uh, I'm going to talk to uh, Wiley over at the Booze League about that. Yeah, that's perfect. Because uh, everybody's hey, like... Lex, if you've never played cornhole, just so you know, the person next to you is not on your team. Correct. <laughs> right, Greg? 
<laughs> so like who, sorry, wait, who, I just kinda... who didn't know this <laughs> <laughs> it was after firestone and like you know i'd only known like greg in person for 24 hours and um it right. was like yay we're gonna play some cornhole please stand next to me i'm like high five and a <laughs> We're gonna kick some ass, <laughs> and he's like, "All right." It was, you know, it's funny. We haven't Erica hasn't been on since Firestone, so we haven't had Erica's side of the story. But like, <laughs> after we talked about the show, after Firestone, we went to Erica's Airbnb, and and you guys barbecued for us, which was awesome. Thank you so much. Uh, but we played some cornhole, and it was the best yeah. mix of people because Erica, it was good, who didn't know that you stand next to the person on the opposite team. <laughs> versus versus Wiley of the Booze League, who I don't think I've met someone ever in person that takes Cornhole more seriously than he does. Even if it's like everyone's shittered, we're all just, you know, throwing bags behind our backs and whatever. <laughs> Wiley does not fuck around with, with Cornhole. He takes it seriously. So the juxtaposition... <laughs> Um, he was actually on my team, right? Right. Like I didn't know it. Yeah. yeah. You had no. You. Th- I think you thought you and I were on the team, right? Yep, we said, yeah. Absolutely. And it was yeah, really. Greg, yeah. Let's go. You're like high fiving me and shit. <laughs> and at one point, he just turns to me. He's like, "You know, we're not on the same team, right?" And I was like, "No, but uh, thanks." Uh, so who's my teammate? We so still good. won. That's all I'm saying. We still Wiley won. Wiley always we? wins. He. Yeah, oh. I'm sure. Uh, the only time Wiley has trouble is if he's playing against Nick, but usually Wiley still wins. So, oh, that was hilarious. That <laughs> I totally was that, forgot that about that. Throw myself under the bus for that one. <laughs> That's one of the um, best stories I've heard lately. <laughs> oh, that was that was a good time. I don't, Erica, I don't know about you. I got way more trashed at your Airbnb than I did at the actual festival. Oh, absolutely. I was trying to take it. Well, there was so much food at the festival, so I was like, right. oh, I'm going to try all this gourmet food and. I didn't have the tacos, thank God. Oof. By the way, I just have to throw in there. <laughs> the hot tacos. Still I have damaged. never seen someone cry laugh as much as I saw Nick retell that story. And he literally, that's the like, only way he's like, he like, cry laughs. He's like, ah! <laughs> it's just like retelling that story. Like we were his therapy. That was hilarious. But um, uh, Nick yeah. does retell when he's been hydrating. I, I loved it. He was just, yeah. Um, but there was a lot of food, so I think we just kept drinking at the place, and that's why I had no idea who was on my team. It was the alcohol. I'd... Sure, sure. Anyways, yeah, you're yeah, just like, wow, she's really nice. She's a really excited person. Like, no, I thought you were my teammate. That's awesome. But, <laughs> anyways, way to turn steer the story. But I just had to throw that in there. Yeah, that was good times. That was that fun. Was <laughs> yeah, man, that hot sauce that sobered us right up. We left that that festival like we're pretty sober now. And then we went to your place and. Yeah. Uh, oh no, I heard the story six yeah. times, seven times. The hot sauce eight story. Times. Have you heard this? Yeah. Have you heard it yet? Yeah. <laughs> In person. If not, let's fire. get Nick on the phone. He'll tell you about <laughs> it. Like every 20 minutes, Nick would just bust out the story. <laughs> oh my God, the hot sauce. Yeah, like, a drunk like, voicemail from Nick would be. Yeah, awesome. please have him tell the hot sauce story. That if he could stay good. awake. Yeah, mid, okay. mid voicemail. <laughs> <laughs> So we had this hot sauce, and then my butt the next morning. Just <laughs> <laughs> fall asleep on the phone. Anyway, oof, good times. Yep. Um, all right, before we find out what Flex is drinking over there, let's check in with the homie. Chew your beer. Hello. No one is available to take your call. Please leave a message after the tone. Hey, yo, what's up, homies? To you be here, craft beer republic. I got that shit right, homie. This is like my fifth attempt. 
kept fucking saying radio. <laughs> Anyways, homies, how you about this doing? Uh, Chew your beer here, guys. While you homies were out there emoing it up and just saying how everything sucks and just hoping there was a, a fucking gray cloud over you over the weekend, I was out in Chino Hills enjoying or celebrating my cousin's wedding, homie. Uh, hmm. Between the ceremony and the reception, we had a three-hour window to kill. Whoa. So we found a brewery close to the reception area. Uh, reception, recep- the party place, homie, be- between the fucking the, con- <laughs> the pachanga, homie. So uh, we found a brewery called Chino Hills Brewery, homie. So here's my question to you guys is, this place is not a fucking brewery, homes. It's a fucking catfish or cat hook or a fish hook <laughs> or whatever you fucking call it. We got ca- we were catfished, homie. We walked in there, the fucking windows. It was in a little plaza, the at the end of the plaza. All the the windows had fucking like if you were walking into a liquor store, Modelo, Pacifico, uh, Carta Blanca, uh, Dos Equis, Budweiser, because you know Budweiser is a Mexican beer. Uh, Bud Light, Bud Light, Coors, Michelob, uh, Miller. Uh, just all this shit, homie. You walk in, it looks like a fucking sports bar, Holmes. It looks like when you walk into TGIF or Chili's or those type of restaurants, and instead of fucking going to the booth area because you don't want to hear the fucking kids screaming and yelling, you say, I'm going to sit at the <laughs> fucking bar, and you go to the bar, and it's like a horseshoe, and then you got all the crazy fucking people that love sports. <clears throat> At the bar, because they don't want to sit there and wait for their next alcohol, and then up against the wall, and the fucking glass, the windows, and next to the fucking restroom are the other booths where you sit down and hang out. That's what it looked like, homie. And they had taps, but it was all like big beer, homes. Uh, and then, uh, so when the waitress came over, I said, man, you're a brewery? And she said, yep. I said, where's uh, your uh, beer list? She said, we got four beers. She gave me the names. It was, was, of course, an IPA, a blonde, a pale. And I think, she, what was the other one? A hazy, homie. And I said, oh, well, let me get your West Coast. She gave me a West Coast. The wifey ordered the hazy. Homie, that IPA looked like some fucking thing from the 90s, homes. It came out all <laughs> coppery, like a fucking someone that took a, a lot of Advil and pissed in my glass. And then my wife's cup, homie, her gla- her pint glass wasn't even hazy, homie. That shit had a haze because those glasses came out of the fucking freezer. Uh, very bland, very flat, very non-beer, homie. So my question to you guys is, in your local areas, or what do you know of this type of information, homie? The Brewers Guild for that area, do they give them permission to put the brewery name after the name of the brewery? Is that something that they 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 have to approve or they don't have to be a part of the guild and they don't have to get that permission and that blessing to have Chino Hills Brewery? You know, it should have been fucking called Chino Hills Psych. We don't we're not a brewery. <laughs> what happens on me? Does the Brewers Guild get involved or is that just something you're allowed to do without even being a fucking brewery? All right, homie, let me know. what's up. This is Chew Your Beer. You have to watch your homes. Peace out, eh? Wow, Chu got catfished real hard. Yeah, that's funny. That's Chino funny, Hills, psych. Yeah, not funny. Um, here's what I know: you don't have to join the guild, even if you're a real brewery. There's no requirement. So I'm guessing you could have a doing business as a DBA, you know, whatever brewery, Chino Hills Brewery, even though you only got four shit beers on tap and a bunch of Modelo and Bud Light signs in the window. So yeah. that's rough. That sounds like a shitty 
three hours to kill between ceremony and uh, right. reception. Let's talk about that for a second. What the fuck is wrong with your cousin? Three hours between ceremony you, you, and reception? You've never been to a wedding like that before? Three hours? No. Oh, yeah. Like, we our went- wedding was same location. So everybody like picked up their chair, went over the table, and just got drunk. Well, that's what ours was, too. But I had a buddy who got married at some church, and uh, it was like a noon uh, wedding. And then the reception was until four. Oh. So then we're all out here and like, you know, bumfuck wherever where we don't know where anything is. And it's luckily awful. we found a brewery and it ha- actually had some decent stuff to it. So we hung out there for quite a <laughs> you bit. You didn't get catfished? We did not get catfished. It was an actual brewery that brewed its own beer. Um, and it was, you know, it was pretty solid stuff too. Mm. So it was a good, it was a good hang. I feel really bad for Chew here. Yeah. Yeah. It- it's you know, a lot of photos. You know, they're just taking a shit ton of photos of bride and groom. So, the bride's like, we got to go here. We got to go so to this obnoxious. location. We got to do that. Nah, you know, that's what they're doing. My that's poor annoying. photographer, like my videographer was my friend. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm in the business. I do right. video for a living and, and, you know, I went to film school and all that stuff. And so like my poor photographer, she comes in knowing what she's doing. And I was like, just so you know, I don't want any of that posed bullshit. Like, I know you got to do it for the family photos because everybody's got to line up and that's fine. I said, but this horse shit where we like stand there and like fake kiss each other and fake look at each other. I said, None of that's happening. All I want's candid shit. Do not waste our time with hours and hours of posed bullshit. It looks awful. It looks cheesy as fuck. It looks 80s. So after the wedding was over, and it was all in the same location too. Wedding ends. We do the horrid family photos where it's like herding cats. It's like, hey, all you old fucks, get over here and just stand here for eight goddamn seconds so we can take this yeah. picture. Oh, that's awful. You get one side of the family, you get the other side of the family, and then we're all divorced, yeah. so then you do the same thing all over again. And uh, then we got like, oh, let's do the, the siblings, and let's do the cousins, and oh, it's the fucking worst. But once we were done with that family bullshit, it was like, all right, let's go to the fucking party. We're not, we're not doing this posed bullshit. We're not handling it. So I don't, I don't know if my wedding photographer hated me or loved me because I saved her like an hour of posing us, at least an hour. I, well, like, that's why we did everything. We, we did all those pictures before the ceremony. We oh. did like the first look huh. and like a couple of posed things where like I stood with my groomsmen and she was with her bridal party, whatever. And we like we did that before. And then after was the family stuff because the family wasn't on site until the wedding started because they're oh, lazy okay. fucks. Yeah, that's true. That makes sense. As we were taking photos, I even <laughs> like my best man was walking out. He's like, you need anything? I was like, I need beer. Please go get me like two beers because this is going to be like an hour. And and that's what best men are for. And he he yep. came back with a couple of beers, so good times. That and you just... had good beer, right? I guarantee oh, yeah. you had good beer at your wedding. We had four beers on tap. I can tell you what they were. Uh, they were <laughs> fourteen cannons pale ale, mm. two for Manigrin. We had lightest one and Nighthawk. And then um, before Modern Times was on the naughty list, we had Spaceways. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. So four four beers on tap, and then all of our wine was from Costco and Trader Joe's. Yep. So, nothing but the best yeah yep. so and we had friends as bartenders i mean we paid them but they were our friends and so there's you know it's just so much easier and better and blah blah and a couple of times the bartenders walked over like you look like you need a beer I was like you goddamn right i do thank you very much <laughs> so good times uh sorry to sorry you got catfished 805-53 beer is the number to call Gosh. especially if you've been catfished by a brewery i don't know if i've ever had that happen before i mean i've definitely walked into like shitty breweries i don't know if i've walked into a brewery that wasn't a brewery Right. It's dicey. All right. Flex, what do you say we answer the most important question of the night? In a world where- 
where craft beer is king. A world where muscles are bigger than growlers. Only one tongue can guide us. One man. One tongue. One tongue jobber. In this world, we must find out what is flax drinking. <coughs> children. We just, yeah. Good thing nobody can see that what's going on. Yeah. Um, so since I, I visited Mobcraft tonight, I thought I would grab a Mobcraft beer. Yes. And I grabbed their low funk radberry fruited sour ale, which is a uh, variant of their gold medal winning uh, low funk sour ale at the Great American Beer Festival. Um, I believe that was like two years ago. So these guys do brew really, really good beer. They have a great sour program. They really know what the hell they're doing there. Um, so this one is fruited with raspberries and ginger. It comes in at 4.2%. And, um, you know, got a gorgeous, gorgeous pink color to it. Um, I tell you on the aroma here. Yeah, that almost like, looks like liquid jello. Yeah. That is yeah, quite I, I the mean, color. Yeah, it's it's great. It's gorgeous. It's yeah. bright. Um, it's like, I don't know. It, it's weird. It's almost like if you took like a sour base and added raspberries and ginger to it. It's crazy. Um, mm. <laughs> but no, so Smart on the aroma ass. of this one, it's a... Uh, it's real, real sour, and then like you get this ginger hmm. scent to it. it. It's I don't know if you're not into ginger, it's kind of off-putting, I guess. But it's sure I don't know. It's definitely intriguing. And then on the old uh, <laughs> tongue jabber, <laughs> uh-huh. I don't know if I can handle myself. That's sour. <laughs> it's definitely sour. <laughs> At least it's not false advertisement. Definitely not. Uh, slight raspberry. Very, very little ginger on the palate. Um, comes through a lot more on the aroma. Uh, this is like a big time summer beer for me, like on a hot summer day, getting like a, a nice refreshing raspberry ginger sour like this. This was, uh, hmm. this it's really good beer, really refreshing. Nice. I'd recommend it to a friend. I've heard of Mob Crap before, but I don't, I don't think I've ever had anything from them. Um, I don't know how far they distribute. I do know that they are opening up a tap room in the Denver area mm. soon. And, I have friends um, in Denver. Yeah. Yeah. So they're trying to, they're, I mean, they're expanding out there. They're opening another brewery tap room uh, in Waterford, Wisconsin, which is a little uh-huh. bit uh, south, a little west of me. Well, hopefully they get their so, shit on the old Tavor. Yeah. I mean, uh, it, it really, it really is good. They do, like I said, their sour program is outstanding and um i was lucky enough to get invited to their sour fest preview uh, a couple months back and i talked about that and mm-hmm. everything they had there was phenomenal so uh awesome. if you do see yeah if you see any other stuff ever it, it's definitely something to to grab for sure nice good work over there yeah cheers guys. grasshopper sounds good well, i was gonna say they do have a grasshopper milk stout <laughs> of course like the, they do <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Like, Man the, with the, real co- like the cookie, you like the, you know, the mint cookie. I don't, oh. I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can get that far. And mint, then mint, mint in a mint in a beer is it's yeah. always iffy for me. I had a, a beer based mint milkshake once. That wasn't bad. Not a milkshake beer, but like a milkshake. You know, it had a little bit of beer in it. Anyways, I digress. Uh, a couple stories we must get to before we run out of time. Sour Jim, formerly of Firestone Walker, he was the one that basically invented their sour and barrel age program over there left about a month or so ago we talked about on the show yeah we talked about he, it yeah he has started jungle beverage company it is uh 
mixers. Not where I expected him to go with his interesting leaving Firestone. Yeah, so you can find mm-hmm. him on the gram. He he grammed about it, and um, I happened to see it and was like, oh, so this is what he's doing. So what do you do for like a mixers company? Like just create really really sugary beverages? <laughs> I guess so. You're, you know, I mean, and here's the thing. My least favorite beers from Firestone is their cocktail series. So yeah. uh, uh. hopefully they don't taste like the cocktail beers from Firestone because I don't think I've had a worse beer than Dark and Stormy. Oh, right. I yeah. remember that we've story. Never, we, we've never heard that one. Yeah, you've heard, you've heard it here first. <laughs> Sorry, Firestone. I still love you, but Dark and Stormy was bad. And I've had the cocktail now, <laughs> and the cocktail was delicious. All right. Uh, we talked about this a few weeks ago. AB is giving up their exclusive rights to commercials, alcohol commercials at the Super Bowl. Yep. Molson Coors announces their plans to advertise in the Super Bowl, being the first other alcohol brand in like 30 years to advertise at the Super Bowl. You know, I've always been so interested in like the movie trailers that dropped for the Super Bowl mm. that beverage commercials never even crossed my mind. Yeah. So well, the yeah, fact that. Yeah. Anheuser-Busch was the only beverage company to advertise during the Super Bowl. I never even noticed it. Yeah, it, I didn't realize and, it. May, and maybe that's why they're pulling out because, well, you know, nobody realized it. Yeah, I, I didn't so, realize they so had why, exclusive why, rights over it. Yeah, so why right. spend all the money on that? Yeah, exactly. You're probably not getting that much for whatever they're paying to be the exclusive advertising. No, and, and their yeah. stuff, I mean, let, let's be real. Remember the lizards back in the day? Oh, yeah. That was classic. Yeah. Right? And then the what's up, guys? <laughs> what's up? Yeah. Everybody loved I mean, that shit. It's gone pretty yep. downhill from there. Like, super really not has. memorable. Yeah. You You're know? not wrong. And it's like, everybody's like, oh, when's the Clydesdale commercial coming up? Everybody loves the fucking Clydesdales. <laughs> you don't know. want the... Bring back the what's up, guys. <laughs> Right? Like, that's what everybody wants. We don't give a yeah. shit about no old working horse. I mean, like, yeah, right now, everyone's all about the 90s crap. nostalgia. Yeah, and I, yeah. I sincerely hope 100%. people listen to this, and the next day, somebody says hi to them, and they go, what's that? <laughs> because I'll that's... make sure to greet your mom that way tomorrow. <laughs> oh, nailed it. <laughs> Not as good as yours. Not as no, good that was as pretty, yours. That was forced, but I, I, I respect it. It was forced, yeah. It's coming I, from you, Greg. I mean... <laughs> disappointed i know i I am too i expect that Uh, sort of thing from flex but really (laughs) not only are you disappointed (laughs) it's cool i'm disappointed flex's mom is disappointed yeah i was waiting for that (laughs) (laughs) oh dear uh some sad news in the beer world sierra nevada is going to be closing their torpedo room in berkeley california citing the pandemic as the reason they said they just hmm. never regained foot traffic, also had some staffing issues. And so after almost 10 years, they'll be closing the torpedo room. That's I've lame. been there. Yeah. It's Have you? That's all right. Yeah, it's all right. It's, I mean, there's so many other kind of cool spots and, you know, you don't think of Sierra Nevada. They're like almost big beer. I don't know um, where there's like field work and then there's like Jupiter and Triple yeah. Rock. They have great taps and um, uh, I don't know. I guess it's sad because it's been there a while, but um, I can kind of see why, why in a way. Interesting. Is, is there a suck. term for like big craft beer? Like, is that like regional craft beer? Is that yeah, what it's I considered? I don't know. We were talking about this the other day and because I, I, the wife was talking about Boston Beer Company and I was I think they, a few years ago, like 
revise the rules of being craft just for Boston right. beer because they oh, make really? so much. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> but like, it's, somebody it's correct me about if like I'm wrong. But... Producing a certain amount of barrels, right, per year. It's, yeah, you have to be under, I think at this point it's like under a million or under 850,000 barrels a year to still be craft. Oh, you gotta be shit me that they're still craft. Right, it's, it's some <laughs> large amount. I mean, that's like, crazy. Boston beer is just squeaking in on that craft definition. Yeah, but I, I, I remember okay. going to a tour for for a local like bigger craft beer company, and they went from like microbrewery to some other brewery to then regional craft brewery, and um, I, I would have to like Google it to see the the pyramid that you have to raise <laughs> right. to become to the top right. of like the craft <laughs> right. beer chain, but. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, I wonder what that technically qualifies like big craft beer as now. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, I know so if you're swooping in and like buying all the little guys out, you're the douchebag big beer. That's how I look at it. You that's know, that's true. Yeah. That's legit. I don't. And I don't think okay. Sierra Nevada's done that, right? I don't think they have. I don't think yeah. Boston Beer Company has either. So you yeah, know, they, they've stayed just them, haven't yeah. they? Like, I mean, they have them. a lot of offshoots. Like Boston Beer has truly. And right. I mean, obviously Sam Adams, but they have truly, there's something, I think they have like Mike's Hard Lemonade or something like that. But yeah. Um, oh, I mean, they did merge with Dogfish Head. I kind of forgot about that. But oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess they kind of did. So yeah. Mm-hmm. Partial douche. I don't know. <laughs> Slight douche. <laughs> they buy pretzel necklaces. They ate. Yeah. They, go. <laughs> they support the little peeps. That's right. They do. They do a lot of uh, philanthropy. So yes. That's cool. Even though they're from Baston, fucking Baston. Don't even. Just yeah. don't even. We don't okay. got time for that. <laughs> we'll move on I quickly. I can't. <laughs> we'll end it on this one. A Buddhist monk is busted for drunk driving, but was drinking for a good reason. A Thai monk was busted for drunken driving uh, and devised an incredible excuse for being inebriated at the wheel. He claimed that the whiskey wards off COVID-19. The alcohol escapade began after Buddhist monk... Oh. Here's a name. Here we go. Fra Thanacorn, 63, (laughs) was observed stumbling around a market asking locals for money. Afterwards, he got into his pickup truck. Monks are reportedly forbidden from touching liquor, according to local laws. Alarmed by the holy man's alleged intoxicated state, locals reported the alleged boozy Buddhist's behavior to the police. Whoever wrote this was having a real bored day. The residents told us that a monk was causing mayhem in the market, so we sent officers to check. Accompanying footage shows authorities surrounding the visibly intoxicated religious man who's in his vehicle before before ushering the barefoot boozer out of the car and taking him into custody. God, this guy. Loves alliteration. Alliteration, yeah. Yeah, having a little party there. There, the drunken master reportedly admitted to being overtaken by the Holy Spirit. He says, I took a slice of lime with the whiskey, but I had to drive because our driver had an accident. When asked about his spirits-soaked antics, stop it. The, <laughs> here's, here's one more for you. The plastered priest claimed that the liquor <laughs> helped him to stay immune to the coronavirus. The real tragedy is this, this author, this writer. <laughs> and they don't even author. use... They drunken a, monk they need to arrest this guy yeah <laughs> a drunken monk or the uh, drunken monk yeah this poor guy he needs to go to some sort of monastery like the trappist where beer is accepted and okay right. and just bail on these buddhist bastards yeah i mean right? 
Because like right. monks used to it's, brew beer, right? Isn't that like a thing? Still do. It's like a thing. Yeah, yeah, still do. Like history. So like, yeah, like let's the go. Right monks. There are yeah. still Trappist breweries the right... out there. Right. Yeah, let's go. go Belgium. <sighs> yeah. But I do want to punch the author of that news story right in the face. <laughs> yeah. And now <laughs> I hope fucker. he listens so he can fucking write us back. Like, yeah. We, we need to get on this guy. Yeah. And his mom. Wow. Hey. I knew that was coming. Oh. <laughs> Everybody's mom is at stake tonight. No well, moms no, are safe. Way, no moms are safe. I was going to say. <laughs> Greg, knock, knock. Who's there? Beer. Beer who? Birthday wishes to you, buddy. Isn't your birthday coming up? Yeah. Just, oh, just, oh. So cheesy. Way to be as cheesy as that author. I know. I was. I thought that was the moment. I mean, you, you got that pretty well. That. That was pretty solid. You nailed yeah, that. Happy birthday coming up, by the way. Thanks. A couple days away. I think I'll be 28 again. Sweet. Good year. Good, for you. Good year. 28. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Did a lot of mischievous things when I was 28. <laughs> oh, the good old days. Like Flex's mom. Well, thanks for embarrassing me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, just like Flex's mom. <laughs> oh, Erica with the win on that one. There's no getting better. Gonna hit some music. Gonna say hi to Vanessa and her mom. Hi, Vanessa's mom. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Just kidding, Vanessa. (laughs) Vanessa is a mom. So, hi, Vanessa's kid's mom. Does that work? (laughs) There we go. We nailed it. Yeah, you just made this super weird. Yeah. Uh, Find us on the socials. Shushels. Shushels. Beer underscore in between. It's your birthday. Drunk. It's acceptable. Uh, Erica is on the gram. She changed her name, Nick Nosh LLC, with underscores in between, trying to yeah. confuse me. Trying and to be shit. legit. Yeah. So fancy <laughs> over there. Find us at Crappy Republic, craftbeerrepublic.com, 805 538 Beer, especially if you've been catfished by a brewery. Please leave us a voicemail. Uh, and mail at crappyrepoke.com. I think that's Earthang. I thank you all for listening. Hope you're all staying very well hydrated. And on that note, good night, everybody. Good night.